Hello everyone, welcome to Self Improve. Shalom Aleichem. Good Shabbos. Happy Friday. Gang, I am on the run. This is uncut. I'm not even, you're not even gonna hear random facts. I just wanna give you a life update. I never miss a Friday, people. So, life is beautiful. For me right now, I just got off the phone with a buddy from Ottawa who's from Meaford originally. I'll tell you a little story. Jared West, he's one of my best friends, even though we've hung out maybe four or five times total in our life, because I met this guy on an airplane when heading to a track and field tournament or meet. It was in Pennsylvania called the Hershey Games. You had to be the best in not just Ontario, but the region in your event. And then you got to be flown out to Pennsylvania, meet Carl Lewis and a couple other famous uh, Olympians. Don't even get me started. I could give a whole 30-minute podcast just on everything we did. It was truly one of the trips of a lifetime. And this guy just so happened, Meaford kid, good runner, just so happened to sit next to me on the plane. And we started talking. And it was our first plane ride for both of us. And we were having the time of our lives. And I'll never forget the bond immediately we felt. And we kept it. And I went and visited him a few times. And this was in grade eight. And gang, anyways, we've stayed in touch. He's in Hawaii now. He got a job in Hawaii doing construction stuff. And life is beautiful in the way that we're always entering new chapters. He, he's, and it's like a movie. He's, he's got a whole new series of people. He's got a whole new cast. He's got everyone new in his life. And I just, it made me think about this Bills game I'm going to in, in, uh, sorry, I just gotta do a lot of things here. I'm actually gonna buy groceries quick while I'm talking to you guys. So it made me think about this Bills game I got invited to. So, get this, I, a client of mine gave me a ticket to the wild card game against the Steelers. And the year is 2020, uh, 2024, by the way, for anyone wondering. So, let, you, let me tell you this. All my bucket list has been to go to an NFL game for the longest time. Not only that, I've never seen a Bills game, let alone a playoff experience in professional sports. I don't, I've never experienced playoffs. So much new is happening. This is another thing that I never thought I'd do for a decade that I'm crushing now. And I've noticed a pattern. In the last year and a half, I've done so much in my life that I thought I would never do for another decade at least. And it really is mind-blowing to me. Um, and I just want to tell everyone on this platform, like, you can do it. I absolutely believe in you because often ourselves are the ones holding us back to some of these purchases. We start creating stories in our head. And those stories of, oh, it's going to make me broke or it's going to take time away from this. Well, I want all you to ask yourself, like, is that compromise worth it? Sorry. And oftentimes, and let me tell you from my experience, those stories in my head were fallacies. They did not make sense. Side note, what hummus should I get? That's the question. Yeah, I'm definitely going roast garlic. Can't go wrong. Is this kosher? Yes, it is. That's classic. It's another roasted garlic. Oh, yeah. Folks, roasted red pepper, classic flavor. Okay. Anyways. So gang, it's like a Hallmark card, but it blows my mind. All these things I'd say I'd do in a, in a, when I'm retired or in a decade. Oh, I'll learn languages when I have time and when I'm retired. And then I said, you know what, just start. Just do a little. And who cares if you're not fluent for a decade? I literally said that. If I'm not fluent for a decade, who the hell cares? And 
bowling. I said, oh, when I'm retired, I'll bowl. I said, you know what, screw it. I'll do it every two to four weeks. Boom. I'm, I'm just dipping a toe into that experience. And boom, it's added so much naches to my life. Fulfillment. Um, the list goes on. Other languages, um, trips, right? Like, hopped on the opportunity to go to Europe. Said I wouldn't do that until I'm retired. But no, I said, you know what? Screw it. You know what? If I don't go on any, I won't go on another trip for another decade and I'll save the money that way. Up north, I said, yes, I got to see this canyon that I thought I wouldn't see for so long because, you know, I just kept telling myself a story that it's too far and, uh, you know what? I'll do it when I have time. Oh, I, I could go off. I'm telling you, there's six, seven different things in my life that happened just because, because I, I went for it just creating a new story. I created a new story in my head. Oh, you know what? In this case, if I save for this long, I'm telling you folks, start rewriting new stories in your head. Literally tell yourself a new story. You, you've been rehearsing the same story. And if you're rehearsing the same story over and over, how could you not keep feeling the same way? And when you feel the same way forever, how could you not act the same way forever when your feelings dictate our behaviors? Folks, I hope that alone you take away from this whole thing and it inspires you. I'll leave you with something to think about. I was thinking, once I gotta pay for these. So, let me ask you this, get you thinking a little deeper today. If we do things that are uncomfortable to gain pleasure or gain a reward, then first off, does that make the uncomfortable thing pleasurable? Because it is a reflection of the pleasure. So we actually enjoy the, uncomfort, the discomfort as much as the pleasure because it makes us think about it. So that's my first question. Is that what happened? Does discomfort turn into pleasure? Because it is a reflection of the pleasure. Now, part two to this question. If that discomfort is indeed now pleasure, does that make everything full of simcha and joy? Does that make everything pleasurable? Because now you have the pleasurable thing and you have the uh, discomfort that's now pleasurable. So then is life just fully pleasurable? That's my second question. Third question. If discomfort turns into pleasure because, one sec. If the discomfort turns to pleasure because of the reflection of pleasure, then does that mean pleasure itself starts to become displeasurable because it's a reflection of a void coming? It's a reflection of the lack of pleasure later because you don't get any pleasure from hedonism, from a truly just blissful experience. You're not getting anything out of it, but the experience itself, whereas doing something uncomfortable for a future benefit, you are getting a future pleasure in that moment. So it's you're you're reaping the benefits later. So my question, my third question is, if you believe the discomfort, discomfort is pleasurable, if you believe that. Does it make the pleasure uncomfortable? Because now you know, you start thinking later on that is not going to bring any more pleasure and that makes the, the moment uncomfortable. But the paradox continues. So my answer to all of this, whatever you're thinking right now, my answer is if a person is present, they can live in the abundant, perfect moment. And that's the power of presence, folks, as I preach all the time. And I want to remind you in case you've forgotten and you started to sail away. Let me throw the lifeboat. Let me throw the life hoop. <laughs> Folks, I'm, I just bought hummus. I'm heading to my partner's house. What a blessing to have that person in my life. Alyssa, she is, I respect her so much. She's so whole, genuine, compassionate, and authentic. 
the respect, it, it makes me want her around so much more to make me better because I respect her. I want to emulate the characteristics she possesses. Folks, the beauty is astounding in my life and I truly wish the best for all of you. This is a great moment and I never want to forget it. I'm sitting in this present moment full of nachis and simcha. Good Shabbos. Zev Weisdorf signing off.